0: SAFM Sports Rap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. I am Brad Brown. It's good to be with you and thanks to the MoneyWeb team. They're back again tomorrow at 6. Coming up on tonight's show, we'll be chatting football. Big game happening at the Athlone Stadium in Cape Town, Ajax, up against Supersport United. And we'll be chatting to. Uh, couple of members of each of the squads to uh, find out what's in store for tonight. We'll also preview the first test between South Africa and Australia that gets underway in Durban tomorrow at Kingsmead. And uh, if there's time, we'll get the latest from the Sascock Inquiry uh, that's taking place at Ellis Park. And uh, that's the news of the day today. Former South African Olympian and Paralympian Natalie Dutoy has laid bare the infighting and division inside the Sascock board. Dutoy, who's also a member of the Sascock board representing the Athletes' Commissions, was testifying at the Ministerial Committee of Inquiry into Sascoq today and has more.
1: I think coming in as the Athletes' Chairperson, um, and, and wanting really just to do good for the athletes etc. Um, if I would take you through, I think in the beginning I did write a, a letter, I did submit a letter to uh, the President um, in terms of going through our board meetings I found a lot, of in, a lot of fighting and I think as an athlete coming onto a board you're not quite expecting all of that
0: toy is one of the three Saskoc board members who testified today and her explosive testimony shed light on the problems within the organization. There's
1: a lot of, I think, personal um, fighting, if I can call it that, so people actually blame other people and a lot of poor business is not really taken care of because of this. There are also quite a lot of emails that go around um, and round robin of making decisions and for me, that's quite a challenge in terms of we don't always know everything about situations um, and we're then asked to make a decision.
0: On to some football now. Banyana Banyana and Slovakia played out to a goalless draw. That in their opening Cyprus Cup clash earlier this afternoon. Desiree Ellis' team next face Hungary on Friday in the episode Premiership this evening. Ajax up against Supersports United. That one kicks off in an hour from now at half past seven. On to cricket, Proteus middle-order batsman Temba Bavuma has been ruled out of the Proteus opening test against Australia, which gets started tomorrow morning at the Kingsmead Cricket Ground in Durban. Bavuma, who's currently training with the Proteus test squad, hasn't fully recovered from his broken hand, and should uh, that's, uh, and that should open up an opportunity for Tennis Brain. However, Proteus captain Faf Plessis, who has also been recovering from a finger injury, confirmed that he will be available for selection.
2: Tempo Bavuma hasn't recovered fully from his hand injury, um, so that's the one thing I can tell you. And then we're still pondering on uh, whether we want to play seven batsmen or or six and four seamers. I've played with finger injuries before, um, so I think the biggest battle you have to get over is the mental side of things. Um, I've had three uh, good nets over the last three days, hitting a lot of balls in. But the biggest thing is to mentally be ready for the battle, and I'm ready for that.
0: The balance of the team will be important for South Africa and with Australia's strong pace attack on similar conditions to what they're used to down under. Duplessis hinted that De could be a better pick to strengthen the batting order. However, he believes that it'll be a shootout between 20-year-old Vian Mulder and De
2: Right now, as I look at it, if you're leaning towards a batting or rounder you're leaning towards someone like tennis. And If you're looking for someone that can bowl a little bit more overs, obviously, as you mentioned, the Viana's can very much score runs with a bat. But right now, more someone that bowls you your 10 or 12 overs in a day, and, and from a batting point of view, obviously not quite as good as Tiernas yet, but potentially-wise, that's why we brought him into the squad. We feel, obviously, he's very young, um, but someone... We would like to try and to push him to get into our testing because he does make the balance much better, you know, so yes, potentially try and look to get him into number seven and obviously you get that overs as well.
0: Meanwhile, Australian skipper Steve Smith confirmed that they'll be fielding an unchanged team for the first test. Smith and his team will be aiming to start the format series on a high after beating England 4-0 at home in the Ashes, the last time they played in the longest format. It means Cameron Bancroft will get another opportunity at the top of the order alongside David Warner and the pace trio of Mitchell Stark, Pat Cummins and Josh Hazelwood will be reunited. On to rugby. Springbok supporters will learn who the national team's new coach is tomorrow. SA Rugby confirmed today that Springbok management team for 2018 would be announced at 11.30 tomorrow morning. Several reports have indicated that Rassi Rasmus, uh, SA Rugby's director of rugby, is expected to be named as the head coach, while his support staff is expected to compromise of Jacques Ninaba as defensive coach. Peter de Villiers, the scrum coach, and the backline coach is Mzwandili Stick. On to golf, Rory McIlroy believes his putting is good enough to secure his first Masters title and complete a career Grand Slam. The four-time major winner has dropped from the top rankings to 10th to, uh, with patting at the heart of the 28 year old's recent struggles without a victory since September 2016. McRoy had an encouraging start to the year as he earned three top finishes, uh, three top three finishes in Abu Dhabi and Dubai, but since then had a share of 20th place at the Genesis Open, and that has been his best performance in three PGA Tour events. The Tour Championship in 2016
2: does feel like a long time ago. Uh, a lot of stuff's happened since, so. But I'm not putting myself under, like, loads of pressure to win. I, I feel like if I just play my game and I, I go about my business and I- I've been doing the things I've been doing, you know, it- it'll happen sooner or later. And, and hopefully it, do- you know, hopefully it does happen pretty soon. But, you know, I-, I feel like my game's good enough to where, you know, any week I tee it up, I, you know, that could be the week.
0: Coming up next here on SAFM Sports Wrap, we're going to be chatting some, uh, some soccer. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, some football to look forward to in the absolute premiership this evening. It's all taking place at the Athlone Stadium in Cape Town. Ajax hosting Supersport United. And, uh, yeah, as we get to the business ends of the league, things really, really hotting up. We join now uh, by Brian Mushweshwe from Supersport United. Brian, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap. How are you guys feeling headed to tonight's clash?
3: Uh, good evening, family. Uh, good afternoon to all the SSA members. Yeah, big game tonight. Uh, We're playing against Ajax Cape Town. A very tricky start at the moment, as you mentioned, It's the business end of the league. So uh, we have to go all out and grab the three points against Ajax.
0: Yeah, Brian, this this part of the season, uh, as as you say, it's a tricky clash. they all tricky clashes from here on out, particularly for SuperSport United to do uh, underachieving. Uh, let, let's call a spade a spade, sitting 12th in the log. That's nowhere near where, with the calibre of squad that you've got, where you, where you should be. You, as a squad, you can't be happy with that. <laughs>
3: Indeed. Um, it's not a position where we would actually want to be, especially this time of the season, judging uh, what we've been doing during the previous seasons. But obviously... Uh, With eight games to go, we have to put the past games behind us. We've had a very busy January playing uh, eight games in January. And we've played over six games now in February. So we'd like to end uh, February in a high with obviously a win against Ajax. So at least we remain in the top eight because we definitely want to defend our trophy in in the upcoming season.
0: Brian, the last outing against uh, Mamulodi Sundowns, a one-all draw. You you probably feel that one got away from you, uh, conceding late for for the draw. You guys scored early. You you must take some confidence out of uh, out of holding Sundowns to to uh, a draw. But uh, that one, maybe two points you should have taken.
3: Definitely, and earlier that week we had played against Platinum Stars away. Uh, that's also three points we could have grabbed. Uh, but unfortunately, we got two out of possible six. Uh, we're very unlucky against the Sundance game. Uh, with CK hitting the bar, and the offside call against him in the second half, we were very unlucky. But uh, obviously, we we took the positives out of that game. Uh, we worked with all the mistakes. Uh, we switched off near the end of the game, considering that late goal. But we have to take that uh, positivity into tonight's game against Ajax and uh, hopefully get the three points.
0: Brian, I know you're talking about targeting a top eight, but uh, I have to say it's a, 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 a three-point swing. You lose to Ajax tonight, and it's almost a six-point game in the relegation battle because cool. Ajax really struggling down the bottom. How important, and, and does that come into play mentally for for the team? Is, is that something that's sort of on your radar, or you're not even thinking about that at the moment?
3: Well, at the moment, each point and each game count. Uh, Ajax just uh, had a narrow defeat against Golden Arrows over the weekend, so we'll obviously they are a hungry side tonight against us, um, and as you mentioned, we also need the three points. It's a swing, a top eight or bottom eight. So um, for us, we know what we need to do. Ajax obviously need the points, uh, so we just need to take this game into consideration that a draw is not acceptable, but just go out and actually get all three points.
0: Brian, from a squad perspective, uh, is there any concerns? People not or players not available this evening? What what can we expect from from Atatanta?
3: We have two changes at the moment. Uh, we had Sian um, Tlapo with an uh, ankle injury against Sundowns. He's replaced by the big Nigerian Azubuke Iguegue. Oto Obri Modiba, who served his suspension against Sundowns, he comes back today, uh, replacing uh, both playing our Ghanaian left-back. So two changes for us today. Otherwise, we have the same team.
0: Are you willing to stick your neck out? Uh, what's the score going to be tonight?
3: Uh, obviously we look not to concede. As you know we did well against sometimes just conceding late, we switched off. But uh, one nil, no, two nil no win would be appreciable.
0: One nil you'll take, I'm sure. Okay, <laughs> <We'll take it. laughs> good. Anything is okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Shreshwe, thank you so much for joining us here this evening on SAFM Sports Rap. Much appreciated. Enjoy the game tonight.
3: Thank you so much for having me. Enjoy this evening. SAFM Sports Rap.
0: Well, the team hosting Supersports United tonight is uh, Cape Town, the Urban Warriors, going through some challenges of their own at the moment. And we join now by Shus Kutu. Shus, welcome. Nice to have you on. Great to, great to chat to you this evening. It's
4: a pleasure. It's been a while, but it's, it's a pleasure to talk
0: to you, my Shuz, big big game tonight. Uh, I, I spoke to the guys from Supersport a couple of moments ago. I'm not sure if you heard that, but uh, they're saying it's, uh, it's almost a swing game. As it would be at the top of the log, it's almost a six-pointer tonight.
4: It's a massive game for us. It's a massive game in many fronts, uh, but most importantly, obviously, we don't need to put pressure on ourselves because points are what 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 we speak at the end of the day. It's not basically how we played. Uh, we we play against a super sport team. That's just we you know came from a very good draw against my middle of the the Sundance. So it's a good playing team, but we know what we need to do to make sure that we get good points tonight.
0: She's looking at uh, A squad perspective. Is uh, what can we expect from from the Urban Warriors this evening?
4: Well, There is there uh, isn't much changes, basically, from the last team. I think the coach is trying to make sure that he gets the players that are deserving based on what they put in the training. And they are rewarded with just that they line up first. But yeah, there's there's more experienced players today um, in the team. And also, most importantly, uh, you'll see some, a player that has been off injured for a very long time. are making his comeback today. He's a Cape Town boy. He happened to come from SuperSport United. So I'm very happy and excited for him. And, um, you know, also, Fahri Dakey will also be playing against his team because he's unknown from SuperSport. So he might bring in a little bit of a different dimension, playing against a team where he wasn't really getting much action. So he's got a lot to prove. Fahri uh, comes back from a long layoff, three weeks injury. He brought in a little difference when he was playing. Uh, you saw him play against the Pires when he scored two goals. He was such a pre- uh, breath of fresh air. So, you know, there's a lot of changes today within our lineup. But the changes are the positive changes. It's more than a taking team uh, with a very cautious looking midfield as well.
0: Shoes, has there been any resolution on the 10 line Doro issue? <laughs> obviously, that's been dragging on and it must be weighing the club down. What's what's the latest there?
4: Now, unfortunately, that's, that's obviously public domain now. No, unfortunately, there hasn't been any sitting on it, so there's nothing good to deliberate on.
0: Looking at Ajax's form at the moment, coming off a 1-0 loss at the Princess Magogo it was a, a penalty. Uh, so, from, a, from it didn't concede in open play, but but that must be a bit of a concern. Yes, it was away from home, but at this stage in the season and, and where you are on the log, it's, uh, it's desperate times and, and you've got to be picking up points, even if it is a draw away from home. How are you feeling ahead of tonight's game as a squad? Are you confident going into this one against Supersport? <laughs>
4: Uh, it, it wasn't a, def- uh, a, a confident uh, or a, a defining loss where we say we lost on the pitch. We didn't really deserve to lose the game. Probably if we would have been able to score or create chances, that would have got us a goal. It would have been a draw deserving away from home. Um, but our defence coped well with what Eros had to offer on the day. We hope they will continue from there. And as said, today we had a, a different uh, lineup in terms of attacking forces based on the fact that we know that we need to score goals at home to be able to win games in super sports. Is such a very tough opposition. Uh, the only way we can put them under pressure is to have strikers that actually will put them under pressure and make sure that they stay in their back foot. So it's not a comforting situation, so, or the position that we're in. So every game that we play becomes the last chance of collecting points. So that's how we're looking at it. So we only count one game at a time. Now, we're no longer looking at what other person is doing. We're looking at us collecting points so that we can improve the points can be achieved.
0: And, and looking at the log this season, I mean, if you take Platinum Stars out of the equation, it's pretty log jammed. Uh, two wins for for any team in in the the bottom half of the table is really going to push them into into a, a lot safer territory. Is that the way you're looking at this? It's a case of if we can pick up three points tonight, uh, three three points in the next one, we 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 safe.
4: That's the problem with where we are at the moment. We we, we better ourselves, you know, against ours, that We're going to get a surprise in two points away from home, you know, with a win at, like in super SuperSport in the midweek. By the time we get to have a match month where we have no action, we would have had some little breath of, of fresh air. But that's not the case. So you, Obviously, it shows that you cannot really count on saying, you know for sure you're going to get two points. So you're going to have to fight and battle for them. Uh, that's the only way you're going to make sure that you get away from where we are. Yes, two wins will make a difference. They'll make such a difference. We will be very competitive in any teams that are right above us, especially in the top ten.
0: Shoes Brian Mashreshwe from SuperSport said one uh, 0 maybe two 0 to Matatansa. Are you willing to stick your neck out and give us a score prediction tonight?
4: Yeah, all what I know for sure, they're not going to be scoring any goals today. So ASKAN will score two from uh, Yannick Zachary. and uh, that's my prediction: two 0 to ASK. Yannick, Yannick Zachary is a scorer for both goals.
0: I love the confidence, even choosing the goal scorer. Shoes, you're a legend, uh, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us this evening here on SAFM Sports Trip. Good luck for the match tonight, and may the best team win. Thank you very much for the time.
4: Cutting Edge is moving to a new time slot. Still your favorite current affairs show, just a different time. We are still fully dedicated to empowering the voiceless and giving them a platform to express their concerns. Cutting Edge, now on Tuesdays at 9.30pm on SABC 1 and Sundays at 5.30pm on SABC News Channel 404.
0: This Sunday on EFC, get the story behind one of the most personal fights in history as former teammates and friends, Iga Cabessa and Boyd Allen, prepare to clash for the EFC Championship. Plus, get an exclusive look at the EFC women's title fight between South Africa's Daniela Elisov and Italy's Chiara Penko. The Countdown to EFC 67. This Sunday at
4: 10 p.m. on SABC 3. Brought to you by SABC Sports. SAFM
0: Sports Wrap. Onto to some cricket now here on SAFM Sports Wrap. And uh, it seems like it's out of the frying pan, into the fire, so to speak, for the pro tiers, coming off a very tough series against India. One I, I think they'd want to forget, particularly in the shorter format of the game, but four test matches coming up against Australia. It all gets underway at Kingsmead in Durban tomorrow. We join now by Tando Komane. Tando, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap once again this evening. What's the vibe like in Durban? The Aussies in town. Uh, time for some more test cricket.
5: Yeah, thanks very much, Brad, and a good afternoon or evening to all the SAFM listeners. A good vibe, most definitely, down here in Durban. And uh, the weather has been holding up well uh, today and uh, the past couple of days, and hopefully it will hold up and we'll probably have uh, quite uh, some good five-day Test cricket. But nonetheless, the big challenge has come. We were right there, straight out of the fire, uh, straight out of the frying pan into the fire. And I think this was the most anticipated series in terms of Test cricket compared to the India series. India, it was all about the ODIs and the limited overs version of the game. But with Australia, it being a four-test match series, that's the pinnacle, that's the true test, and hence the name, Test Cricket.
0: Yeah, it's not often we get to play four test matches against the Aussies, so I'm pretty excited about that. But from a selection point of view, news out of the squad today that Temba Bavuma hasn't recovered from that hand injury of his. I know he played a club game in Cajiso this past weekend on the West end of Joburg, and he seemed OK, but uh, it sounds like he hasn't come through at uh, 100%. Yeah, look, Bert, I think
5: uh, that's, that's something that's a bit debatable and uh, it's basically left up to the selection panel you know, that's the captain, the coach, and then the rest of the selectors to make that decision. It would be a very, very hard call, especially knowing that Temba also missed out in the India series due to the fact that the protests felt as though he needed to take five, four pace bowlers uh, into that test uh, series. But against Australia, it's a different ball game altogether. And I look, look, uh, it's more like horses for courses. You have a team of the brain who's been scoring the runs for the, for the VKB Knights. And for the SAA side as well. And he's been in good form, waiting in the wings even during that India series. And uh, it really looks good now that uh, you, you will see South Africa add uh, one more batsman in that batting lineup and they can bat right until number eight just to combat that uh, Australia bowling lineup. I mean, you've got Josh Hazelwood, you've got Mitch Stark, and also Pat Cummings who's come in leaps and bounds. And also the spinning option of Nathan Lyon, obviously. And I think Kines, the Brain has done very well to deserve this crack. And for Temba Bavuma, also, you don't really want to rush him back into the side just to throw him in the fire. Because uh, the Australians, they'll, re- they'll definitely come hard. And uh, they'll definitely be bowling those lengths that will be quite awkward for South Africa, as we saw with India, that try to exploit our conditions much better than our bowlers in their test series.
0: Absolutely. One of the things that we've really struggled with, particularly in the shorter format, yes, it is different personnel, and, and at times in the test series it's a, an area we've struggled with, is our our batting. Uh, the bowling attack has been fantastic, but one of the problems is the, the batters haven't given the bowlers anything to bowl at. And and do you think bringing someone like Tennis Brain in, and I know there's talk as well with uh, with uh, Vian Mulder also around the squad as well, that he could be a possibility as, a, as an all-rounder, do you think we are going to lean the, the extra batsman way as opposed to the extra
5: bowler? Yeah, look, but I suppose if we were playing in the IFL somewhere like the Turian or the Wanderers, maybe we would opt out for another all-rounder, more leaning towards the bowling all-rounder in a Vian Mulder. It's also a very big series for South Africa, a big series for him, Vian Molder. He has been told that he will make his debut against Australia. So no pressure on the 20-year-old. Look, he needs to be shepherded in as much as the likes of Aden Markram, where and Felix and also the Lungingiris might seem like they were thrown in the fire at some stage when they all and all of a sudden, you know, couldn't finish the Test series against India. But nonetheless, this one is more a calculation between the balance of the team. Whether you, would you like to have seven batsmen in the side? or would you like to have six batsmen and a couple of all-rounders? Christopher Morris is already out of the series. He's not even part of the test series. And it's been quite rightly communicated to the media that there's something that he needs to go back and do. That is work on his game and make sure that it's at the top of his level before he comes back into the South Africa test side. So this is leaning towards the Tina's Brain and adding that extra batting 6 pad in that batting lineup. As so we know, We haven't scored as much runs as South Africa would love to have scored, especially in the previous test series. So with Australia, I think the scrutiny will lie more on the top six, seven batsmen, whether can they score runs and make sure that there is enough for the bowlers to try and defend. And you talk about the bowlers, you're playing in coastal conditions as well, of which the ball tends to hold up and and, you know a little bit slower off the pitch in terms of the conditions. So you would preferably want to have your three steamers and an all-rounder, including maybe uh, a spinner as well in Keshav Maharaj, who's more likely to come in and do a lot of bowling for South Africa, unlike uh, what we saw during the India series. But more with that all-rounder, Tina's the brain has also been bowling a lot. Even during that India series, he had been making sure that uh, his bowling is up to par as well, and also for the VKB Knights. He's taken a couple of wickets, which could come in handy when you need a medium pacer just to slow things down during a, a very long session in the test match.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure if you had to ask Dean Elger, he'll tell you he's an all-rounder as well with his little uh, his little spinners uh, that he can throw down uh, if need be. <laughs> Tano, one area that the Proteas I think, will be very disappointed with in the India series is their fielding. It's an area of the game that uh, South Africa have, have prided themselves on over the years. Going back to uh, our, our readmission into international cricket, Jonty Rhodes and that team in 1992 set the benchmark. And, and over the years, that's what we've become known for. And, and the India series, if we have to be honest, our fielding was pathetic at that level. Do you think that's something that's been addressed for this series? We can't give the Aussies chances.
5: Yeah, Brad, it has been addressed somewhat to a degree. And you, you speak of Johny Rose, and then you know the pride that we've always held in our fielding. Uh, in our fielding, it's very ironic that he has been celebrated over the past couple of weeks in different media platforms. You know, uh, just just to get back that that South Africa normally have excuse me out on the field. And I think with with the likes of uh, A.B. de Villiers, Plessis, back in the side and also a full test side now. And I think also Faftu Plessis' presence, the missing presence of Faftu Plessis in that ODI series especially, it, it was a large contributing factor to that. And I think South Africa have already tried to, to, to make sure that uh, they put in some reinforcements and that we saw them put in quite a lot of fielding drills and make sure that they put some time in the fielding, especially in the last couple of uh, games in the T20s, but stemming from the ODIs, a number of drop catches, of which obviously that's something that will definitely worry Otis Gibson and his coaching staff, but they've been working very hard in trying to make sure that they curb all of those out, including, Brad, extras, I might add, extras, they were a one of our downfalls against India. And I think if we really need to go toe-to-toe with Australia in, 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 in anticipation, obviously, for a positive result, we need to make sure that we keep extras to a low, low minimal, if, if have any at all. And with the likes of Mone Morkel also on the exit, I think it will be time that they set the standard and make sure that they go out on a good note in terms of fielding and also making sure that they don't concede a lot of extras.
0: We haven't spoken much about the Aussies and they must be brimming with confidence coming off that uh, 4-0 Ashes series victory over England. They've named uh, pretty much an unchanged side for for the first test, which gets underway tomorrow uh, from the team who played in the last Ashes test. Steve Smith is in unbelievable uh, form. He he was in the Ashes. They've got a a very strong bowling attack. How can we beat this Aussie side? Where are their weaknesses? Well, their weaknesses are
5: purely lie in their strength, right? And I think if South Africa rock up on day one and they put their best foot forward, uh, we could have an Australia that is coming from behind. But mind you, having said that, they've proven in that Ashes Test series that they can be extremely dangerous coming from behind. They've come from unfavorable positions in the test to actually make sure that they overhaul England. And when they have, they have never let go. So they've tightened their grip and then make sure that they milk it out of uh, the English. And that's something that Steve Smith spoke about also today in the press conference as we chatted to him. You know, the the confidence, uh, Brad, to name an unchanged side, a whole day and a half ahead of the next game or the first game. South Africa are still battling to find out whether what's going to be the right balance. It could be a little bit of trickery, obviously, heading into the very first game. But nonetheless, the confidence Australia are showing is that, look, We're expecting everything that we know, and we are not expecting anything that we have been prepared for. So we'll dish out an unchanged team, and we will tell everybody that this is how our team will line out. But what's most important, Brad, is executing once they get out there on the day. We asked Steve Smith about the Wicked and what he thinks of the Wicked, and generally from all his experiences before here in South Africa, he says the best way to deal with this is just getting there on the first day and just being the first Seem to adapt and adapt very well to the conditions, whether it be the climate, whether it be the weather, whether it be the conditions of the pitch or the humidity in Durban or along the coast, the fact that there isn't a lot of lateral movement or the slowness of the pitch, they have made sure that they prepare for all of that. And obviously, their record here speaks for itself, and I mean, we haven't beaten Australia here in decades, and I think dating back to the 70s, if I'm not mistaken, barring a couple of draws along the way, Australia have literally wiped our floors with us.
0: Tando, you mentioned Mornay Morkel. Uh, he announced yesterday that he's calling it quits at the end of the series, how big a role is that going to play in motivating the Proteas that they want to give him a winning send-off?
5: Yeah, it was funny how Steve Smith was the first person to acknowledge that. They are expecting them to fire from all cylinders and trying to give him a good send off. And I mean, after about 10 to 12, 13 years that he's been part of the Proteas side, given his old Mone Morkel, the lanky, uh, tall lad, and I think uh, it, it would be fitting for South Africa to give him, you know, a, a good send off with a good series victory against one of the top sides and obviously coming off on the back of a good series win against England in the Ashes. And I think Mone Morkel himself, he, he will tell you that he's one person who's looking to take Australia by the horns and make sure that uh, he leads from the front in terms of that bowling attack to make sure that he's backed up very well by the likes of Kakiso Rabada and Vernon Philander. So it will be huge. It will be crucial. And I definitely know that Mone Morkel himself, he'll be definitely coming out to make sure that he does leave a mark and make sure that he exits on a high. So it's going to be a tough one. But Australia, I'm sure they're waiting for him and uh, they have been practicing very well for him. And uh, judging from the results that they copped up in that uh, warm-up match against the the CSA Invitational side, I think they're much, much more ready for short-pitch bowling and back-of-the-length stuff as well.
0: I think it is going to be an epic series, and you're not going to want to miss one ball. We'll have updates for you right throughout the series here on SAFM. Tandil, thank you so much for your uh, insights this evening. We look forward to the series, and let's hope, as Proteus Cricket fans, it's a positive one for South Africa.
5: Yeah, most definitely, Brad. And I think uh, should the faithful in Durban come out in numbers, It will be quite a long road for Australia as they're going down the coast to come back and finish up in the the high felt for South Africa to make sure that they can get their best front foot forward here and uh, have the series in a bag before they get up to Joburg. So it it will be quite a good one for South Africa should they be able to do this. But brace yourselves for a pretty good fight from the Rosies. And I think this has been the most anticipated series over the India Test series as well. Thanks very much, Brad.
3: SAFM celebrates the centenary of Nelson Mandela.
5: Nelson Mandela, Dada Madiba, Father of the
1: Nation.
3: Find the Madiba in you.
0: SAFM Sports Rap. And that's it for SAFM Sports Wrap tonight. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks to my team in Johannesburg tonight. Lulee and Zama, thank you for your assistance. Uh, I'll be back again tomorrow at uh, on PM Live. We'll have more sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live, and if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can sport at safm.co.za. It is 7 o'clock and time for your news.